I'm here, Gordon. How are you? Not bad, Mickey. Well, sorry we're not in the same location, of course, but there's loads of plans happening in the background. But, Mickey, welcome. Can we say almost the cup final week? Are you even slightly excited about it? Oh, yeah, definitely, Gordon. I think it's... You know, we get the start of the week, you know, the closer it gets, the harder it gets as well, especially for the players. But, no, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. It should be a good game. Uh, Celtic are a very experienced side as well, no, but as a cup final, Gordon, I hope just as hopefully I can just go and have a real go and hopefully win it. Well, listen, we've, um, later on in the show, Mickey, uh, I've spoke to mcbookie.com. Paul Petrie, one of our old uh, friends, and I mentioned yes. it to Joe T as well. Get Joe T coming up. How's this for a first bet? Eleven to one for Lee Griffiths to get the first goal. That's not a bad. That's not a bad bet, Mickey. Not a bad bet at all. I think there'll be a few people who take that on. Grubbin, eleven to one, huge price for him. He's a man of form at the moment. He's definitely as a goal scorer. That's one thing about him, and he seems to do it in the big games. You know, and they're bigger than a Scottish Cup final. So eleven to one. I don't think he'll, I don't think you'll. You'll have your hard, hard earned cash on it, Gordon, because you wouldn't, you wouldn't bet nothing, would you? No, 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 no. I, I just bet the dugs you bet, Mickey, because they're the ones that have all been painted. So, now, you're, uh, ruining my, you're ruining my reputation here, Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey, we keep on saying, we've not done a show since Hamden. Uh, we've got a lot of explanation to do, but we're going to have a, a, a hell of a summer with some live shows. But uh, can we have a quick look uh, at the past season that's just been? I played Joe yep. T, and you'll hear it in a wee while, uh, a wee compilation of the things that uh, caught my eye in the last year. And starting mm-hmm. down south, Mickey, do you want to start with Sir Alex, or do you want to start right at the beginning with uh, with um, Robin Van Persie going to Man United, or Wigan winning? I know Martinez yep. was somebody you knew at Motherwell. Where do you want to start? When you look back at the season that's just been, Mickey, put it into some perspective for us. Well, see, I, I think that it's just speaking about Manchester United, obviously they had to they had to have something different, Gordon. You know, they lost the league last year by a point, and I don't think I think it was goal difference actually. But I think that Sir Alex has obviously looked at the situation and thought to himself, we need a wee bit more uh, goal scoring progress, and he's went for. I, I, I must admit, I don't think I've never seen that coming. It was by Van Persie, but certainly was a, it's definitely a signing of the seasons, or one of the signings of the seasons that's put them to the title. You know, so that was that was a huge a huge uh, market to Alex. Did he have to make sure they won it this year? He normally does. Have gone, you know, doesn't have one or two league. You know, he might have one bad season, but he'll not have two or three bad seasons. No. You know, just do you think, Mickey, when we look back in history, the 2012-13 season will be the Sir Alex season? Well, I would think so. The way it's ended, you know, nobody's seen him. Uh, nobody's seen that retirement. Funny enough, when we were, as you know, we visited him with the former Hibs players, went down to visit him, and, uh, and he did see it at one of the tables because he was asked the question, when do you think that he'll be retiring? And he said, two years. Well, i never seen it coming, Gordon, but it was exactly two years that he did be retired. So uh, I think he's made a decision he's probably obviously been thinking about, but to win it, to win it in his last season, I think that would have been the most important thing for him. When, when was that then? When when he was when you when he told you it was going to be two years? How, how long ago was that? Ah, was it was it two years ago when we were down there? So it was it wasn't far away. Oh, Although at the time, I just think he was just well, we're just answering the question, but he's obviously had it in mind, you know. Aye, but aye. I just found it quite funny that he's told us and we've not believed him, you know, and suddenly he's come out and done it. And that was 
a remarkable, it was, a, it was an unbelievable decision. I've never seen it coming, I'll well, be honest. And a, and, a, and a word for the people that have retired this season as well, apart from Sir Alex. I mean, I suppose you've got to go with Man United, but some of the guys that have left the game, I'm talking about schools, yeah. maybe Beckham, maybe there's a couple of players yeah. up north of the border uh, as well. Mickey, you want to sort of give a shout out to ones that have yeah. hung the boots up? Yeah, they've all been great players, you know, obviously Paul School, David Beckham, all these types of players, you know, but you've also. Up in Scotland, I've had managers like Craig Brown and that's retired. Yes, I mean, yes, people yeah. forget like Craig, Craig Brown, you know, seventy-two good. year old or something. Like he was so he's, good he's had a good, he's had a great career, you know, and that's been one of the seasons, isn't it? Where everything changes, and you look at the Premiership just now. There's uh, Pulis has left Stoke City, and Manchester Alex Ferguson. It's a merry-go-round doing that at the moment. I don't know who's going to get fitted in the jobs. It'll be interesting over the next couple of months, Gordon. There's obviously a, a lack of interest in the game at the moment up here, but I'm sure if they, for me, I think if they just if they will go back to home and away, which I don't think they will do, I just think that four times, you know, four times a season, it just becomes monotonous. You know, yeah. I think if they just played each other twice, and even I see that is going because I think if they played each other twice, the managers then would would have to win games. You know, they would maybe you know, planning a course to see well if I get a draw here and a draw here will be safe. They've got to go and win games. You know. I think it showed in yeah, the right. first division in England eh, where there was, I think it was like 15 or 16 teams still going for promotion with five or six weeks to go. It was unbelievable. But that's, that's the interest that, that's the interest you get when you play, eh, when you get it right at the top end with reconstruction. Hopefully we do that. Great season, I suppose, when you look down eh, at the semi-finals of the Scottish Cup. We're going to move on to the talk about the Scottish Cup very quickly, Mickey, but eh, uh-huh. when I look at West Brom and Man United, five each, and when you look what happened at the uh, semi-finals in Scotland with the four threes and the the, uh-huh. the massive, how good would that be if football could produce scorelines like that more often? But that aside, it was a great run into the Scottish Cup final, wasn't it? The the both I the would. semi-finals were magnificent, and and do you think the final can live up to to that billing? Well, hopefully, hopefully, Gordon. I think the the semi-finals. Uh, was definitely probably the two best games of the season by far. Oh, you know? brilliant! I just think this. I just think it's a cup squad, and I think it just brings the best out of players. It brings the best out of supporters. If we could just, I've wrote my column recently about you know how we would how we should change it. I think that I could cover another cup run, a different cup there. Yes. You know, anybody yes. can uh-huh. and anybody can win it. You know, it stimulates the it just stimulates the supporters. It stimulates players because it's a one-off. And you look at Falkirk, you know they. They were within an inch of, of becoming in the Scottish Cup final, so I think that's the way forward, God, definitely, just to add something else to it. Mickey, just even three or four names from the season it's been, because I'm the bellboy, I've got my wee hat on, and I'll take the cases, I'll take the cases to the first, second or third floor looking back at the season whether it's in Europe uh-huh. whether it's in England or in Scotland Mickey who's checking into the Heartbreak Hotel yeah well I think the Heartbreak Hotel Gordon, I think you've got to look at uh, he's, had a, he's had a great time at Wigan but Roberto Martinez I think will be leaving Wigan I think that he's probably he's had his, he's had his time at Wigan now he's won a cup for them which is unbelievable achievement he's been there uh, I think it's six seasons, six, and you know he struggled to to keep the club up every year. I think there comes a point where he'll move on. I think yeah. that he'll get another club. It's a funny one, isn't it? Heartbreak uh, Hotel, but yeah. he won the cup, so it's 
there's still going to be people outside the window cheering for him, but relegation yeah. means a wee bit of a heartbreak. Yeah. A- a- anyone else that you would like to check in into the heartbreak yeah, hotel? Can I just chuck ch- ch- a wee one in and later on, I talk about it at some length with Joe T, by the way, I'll check the ball boy that Eden Hazard kicked in the stomach uh, round about January. <laughs> I'll put him uh, in the heartbreak hotel, although he enjoyed it, but he's uh, he can uh, have a wee box room, I think, from the, in the heartbreak uh, hotel. <laughs> Great story. Uh, well, I think, that, I think the, the one that made me chuckle, God, and I don't know how you feel yourself, but Chris Collins uh, retiring from international football. He's played about three games or something for Scotland and he's, he's suddenly, he's what, he retired in national football. Hey, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I thought, I thought my goodness. I know, I know. He's not been picked, so he's, he's, he's at the toys at the pram. He's not, he's not, uh, uh, doing it. Ah, uh, uh, it's just, it's, but it's unbelievable to retire. And, uh, there's been a few, Gordon, you know, if you look at Rio Ferdinand as well, he's retired for international football. There's a few of them, you know, but. I think Chris Collins going there, so it's made me chuckle with that. Manager or player well, in the season that's been for the heartbreak of the day. Let's get one more, Mickey. One more! I, I think the big one, Gordon, just for the good of football, and I think well, there'll never be a man like him again, Sir Alex Ferguson. You know, I think that... Uh, he will be crying a people, bit, I suppose. You know, people, people will be looking, and, you know, it's uh, the end of an era, uh, and to see him knowing the W at Manchester United just doesn't seem right, you know, and, and even the game itself, he's... You know, everybody will miss him just because of the way he goes about his business, his, his desire to win things and the way he speaks, you know, the way he winds up the press and the line games, everything about him just, just walks off us for, for supporters and players and that. Every week he had something different that would come out with, you know. So I think as, as a whole, football will miss him. Yeah, uh, we'll, have, miss him. we'll have all the football in a heartbreak. I'll, I'll maybe just chuck Mancini in a wee uh, adjoining room as well, because... <laughs> I think he's he's really gutted, isn't he? I think he'll to be fair, I think he'll I think he'll be able to pay his bill okay with twenty eight million from payoff. I think he'll pay the bill. He took it a full page advert in the garden, didn't he? He took it a full page advert in the garden to thank the fans and all that. I think looks a brilliant guy. So the two man United two Manchester managers in the Hardwick Hotel. Fantastic, Mickey. As I said, we talk about this this weekend. How how do you see it all going? We're going to chuck this on iTunes if you're listening to it Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, great. Uh, if you listen to it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, well, you can, you know, in hindsight, it's a great thing. But as you stand right now in th- uh, Wednesday night, Mickey, how do you see it all going? Mm-hmm. Lee Griffiths, obviously, 11 to 1 with uh, mcbookie.com. And I was saying to Joe, surely Neil Lennon's saying, Talk, stop him, you stop Hibs. But how do you see the game uh, going? Could it be an upset? Oh, there's no doubt, Gordon. It's a Scottish Cup final, you know, at the end of the day, it's who turns up on the day, anything can happen in the finals. I think the early rounds it's different, but you come to a cup final, you need to carry everything a bit of luck, you need everything to win it. Both sides that is, because Celtic have no guarantees of going, just they'll know they're in a, a difficult game, it's not an easy game, you know, so, no, I just think, my only hope for the Hibs is to go and have a go, and really have a go, they don't, they're no negative thoughts, you know, it's a cup final, go and, go and try and win the game, rather than, you know, survive. I don't like when you go to a cup final to survive. You've got to go and win the game. And I just hope they build a positive attitude and have a right goal because Celtic have shown that they've definitely got a frailty about them when it comes to Hamden. They don't seem to produce when it comes to Hamden. Here's a wee bit of pub chat. Just a, we've got loads of ideas, loads of things we want to do in shows, but there's a couple of things that we've not launched we're keeping quite quiet about because it could launch but we do pub chat quite a bit 
as a wee bit of pub jack, yeah. just to finish this conversation, Mickey, if you mm-hmm. could choose someday from... I'm, I'm, I'm either going to give you from the Hibs past or from Scottish football's past, from your era, that you could say, I'll give yeah. you two players and put in the Hibs team from your era... Who would you put in right. there for Sunday to take on Neil Lennon's Celtic? And I'm not too sure whether to just Hibs players. Maybe three. Back, middle, front. Who would you slot in from the... A bit of pub chat. Sure. Just a bit of pub chat. Yeah. You know, that would galvanise Fenland's side. Uh, I think if I'm looking back to the great the great Hibs players that I've, I've seen and played yeah, a lot of them, I think if I was going at the, at the back, I would be looking at probably uh, Pat Stanton. I think Pat Stanner as a centre half, even mid come midfield player, he'd play anywhere to be honest. Right. But he was a he was a fantastic player going. We could do with him at the weekend because right. he could just control a game on his own, you know. That was very, very rare. If I'm looking at a a good midfielder, we can we kinda of look by George Best, you know. I like George Best to I would take him for his best, I would take him would you take him at his Hibs forum, Mickey? At his Hibs forum? You're trying to take him at his Man United forum. But the guys. No, I'm not bored. I'm not bored. Even when he was at the Hibs, his last part of the season, he was different class. Uh, you know? uh, finally, would so love a final. Him. He would love a final. Wouldn't I know. He? Oh, he could win a game for you in a heartbeat. I think the the one that up front, I think the one that I played alongside was a great player. I think we'd. It really caused problems for the Celtic with Stevie Archibald. I think he was a great player. Yeah. I think he would be perfect for what we're looking for the weekend. A bit of experience, been there, done it, got a t-shirt, and I think he would he would drive the other players wrong just because he's you know his charisma on the pitch. So that's if he I would go with Gordon. I'm oh, probably right. with my team anyway. That's a wee bit of pub chat, Mickey. I don't have Billy's jukebox in tonight. It's just a wee phone show just to acknowledge the cup finals there and we'll come back with all singing all dancing we won't take the live shows we've got some mad video TV ideas as well but listen Mickey Weir enjoy the final and we'll check in with you later on later on in the show by the way we've got Paul Peachy we've got Joe T enjoy the final Mickey Weir thank you very much thank you G give that man a little applause <laughs> what season have you had well, it's been it's been a really good good year both for punters and and for bookmakers. The results have been have been very varied. Obviously, you've had Rangers and Celtic winning the the SPL in the third division, but you've also had shocks in the cups and Murren winning the League Cup. Obviously, hoping there could be a, a shock in the Scottish Cup with with Hibs winning that as well. So there's been a varied. Each month has been been different. Sometimes the the punters have been winning, and sometimes the bookmakers have been winning. So. I would say it was a score draw going into the, the end of season end of season cup finals. Yes, and take us back to the uh, the start of the season. Then what were the big bets that you remember roughly from the from from summer through to Christmas, south and north of the border, Paul? Just paint us a picture of the of the season. Well, I mean, obviously it was difficult because we didn't know what sort of squad Rangers would have. We didn't know how serious Celtic were going to take the SPL with their with their interest in the Champions League. So the start of the season was very was very mixed. Uh, Rangers obviously lost a lot of games. I mean, we were actually offering uh, ten to one on Rangers going through the whole season, winning every game, uh, and we actually laid quite a bit of money on that. So to think that people were expecting Rangers to to go through the whole of the third division, winning every game. And they actually lost it on the very first game against Peterhead. So straight away, the, the bookies were getting, were getting in front. The other division was, was very difficult to, to call. Uh, but then Queen of the South went and started running away with it. So 
we got a bit of that anti-post bet and Celtic to win the league popular, Rangers obviously to win the league, but Queen of the South and Park Thistle to win their leagues as well respectively was very popular, so over the over the anti-post section, finding the winners league was easier than, than it has been in, in other years because that, that Rangers were in the third division. Well obviously the, the big thing that happened, happened in sport last year was Andy Murray finally winning a, a Grand Slam. Not great for us as a, as a Scottish bookmaker, we had Plenty of patriotic money on Andy Murray winning that, but uh, but great news for him and obviously great for the the wider sporting sporting environment in Scotland. So we paid out with a, a smile on our face, but that was without a doubt the biggest sporting sporting uh, event in in Scotland last year. Uh, a bad result for us, and obviously we'll we'll see how he goes in in Wimbledon coming up in the summer. Not taking part in the French Open, which I don't think will be a bad thing. For, for Andy Murray, I think he, he always struggles on the clay, so he could get himself nice, nice and fit for Wimbledon. British Open, good result. Uh, Adam Scott throwing it away in the, the last couple of holes, and we ended up with, with Ernie Els winning that. But then Adam Scott got his revenge on us in the US Masters, just gone back there, where he was a, an extremely popular uh, selection for the punters. Did you get a lot of action on the, the golf? Out with football... Paul, and I'm sure I've asked you this a few years ago, out with football, is it traditionally golf, the Ricks one down, or is your rugby betting coming into its own? Or how, what's number two? Number two, well, number one's football, number two's horse racing, whether we class that as a sport, uh, is up for grabs. And then you've got golf and darts are the two big ones on the, on the same sort of part. Darts, obviously massive with the Premier League. Uh, going around the country, getting, getting massive TV audiences, massive massive people going to the venue, and obviously great from a, a Scottish perspective as well, that you've got Gary Anderson and Robert Thornton both doing really well. Great time of the year as well to have the two World Championships, the BDO and the PDC, around the, the Christmas and New Year time, and obviously we had Phil the Power Taylor again doing the, doing the business in the, in the world. Okay, listen, we've got a... a, a... Bit of a song in the background, wishing and hoping, and I know uh, bringing it back up to date. A lot of people listen to this. The cup final will have been, but I'm putting this out a few days beforehand. What have you got for the Hibernian, who I take it are starting as underdogs after last uh, year's cup final? Well, I mean, Hibernian are thirteen to two to win the the match on on Saturday, but there's been good money for them, and, and people are really thinking that this is the year of the underdogs. We obviously had St Mirren pulling off a shock in the League Cup against Hearts. We've had Wigan already beating Manchester City in the FA Cup. Major shock. And um, people are now back in the hat-trick of major shocks uh, with Hibs to beat Celtic. Got a fantastic special. Really popular already. It's 11-1 to for Lee Griffiths to score and Hibs to win. And of course, eleven to one. The three numbers, one hundred and eleven. How many years it's been since Hibs have won the Scottish Cup? Well, fantastic! And that's on McBookie.com. If you go to that between now and Sunday, of course, if you're listening to this on demand, the Cup final has been. Uh, Paul, and then very quickly, the summer. How does it shape out? Uh, shape up for you guys. What are the big bets happening over the summer months? Is there anything? No Olympics. Yeah. But eh? Well, we've got the we've got the World Athletic Championships, but the big the big events obviously the the Open, which is in Scotland this year, so that's going to be be very popular. I think the thing for us that we want sorted very very quickly is is the the league reconstruction in Scotland. We'll not be able to offer any anti-post betting until until that's all sorted. 
So that's something that we'll be wanting sorted out very quickly. And obviously Wimbledon, Andy Murray, very unlucky to get beat in the final last year. Going to be coming back from injury. Is he going to be fit enough to, to go one better this year? We hope so, even though it's going to be another hefty payout if he does. And just to remind us, Paul, of the, the website and the and what platforms you can get it on. Yeah, it's website www.mcboogie.com. That's available online, and we've also now got a web, uh, a mobile version as well. If you want to place your bets over your phone. Oh, very nice one. Listen, Paul, I'll let you back to your family. Thank you very much for talking to the kickabout on smartphone football. All the best, Paul. And now the music has started, and the big man takes a gulp of lager and stands up. There he goes. Every night, it's the same, at the same time, uh, Joe T salutes his neighbours with that song. Hey, Mr Tortellano, how are you? How are you doing, Gordon? All right, my man? Not bad. Uh, sorry for accusing you of being Pavarotti there, but uh, we know... <laughs> well, tell you what, my missus said the exact same <laughs> after the 25 pint in the weekend, I'm going to you. <laughs> Listen, Joe, we've not spoke for ages. It's a, it's, there's a slight uh, important game on Sunday. If you've listened to this after Sunday, you'll know all about it, but we're going to put this up uh, before Sunday, the cup final. Gordon, it's, it's bound to come. I mean, it's been happening. We've been quite... So even, when, even when I played in... We played in a few semi-finals in the Scottish Cup and we just couldn't push that wee bit extra to try and get into the final and try and win it. But this year after the semi-final, um, is, you know, the, the, the disastrous first 45 minutes against Falkirk, then been able to come back. Oh, what a game. Um, and won 40. One of the best games you'll see in a long time. Uh, so I'm hoping that, the, as I said, they're up, Griffiths up in Cotton Wheel right up till Sunday. And uh, the only sad thing is that he seems to be the only personnel that scores Yes. There's no. I'd be interested to find out who the second top goals could. I don't, whoever it is, I don't think it'll be in even uh, double figures. You can just imagine what Neil Lennon will be doing now. Big picture of Lee Griffiths and all the big uh, the big men to sort of uh, just <laughs> surround them and you take him out. That I'm sure that will be the game plan, and we'll see how it all works out. Oh, definitely. I mean, he, uh, in, in this probably the formation that Hibs will play, he'll probably be the lone striker, um, and he does that very very well, but. Uh, I mean, he's done unbelievably well. Oh, he's done a lot of hassle uh, with the rules situation and just me being one of the that wants to go now, you know, and he's kind of, he's one of the ones that enjoy life, so, but I think he's kind of screwed the nut. <laughs> I love your uh, metaphor there. The, uh, <laughs> Enjoys life. Actually, so did I in the, in the 80s, Joe, which is a great <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> I enjoyed life. I'm I know. I used to enjoy life too. I started working for a life. <laughs> uh, I, I was speaking to. Uh, I'm not going to say. I'm involved in something with Liz Clark. It'll all be. And her son, Nicky, of course, is quite hot property at the moment. Queen of the South. Yep. Team of the season, probably. I don't know yep. about yourself, Joe. What a. What a team. Absolutely fantastic record. And I mean, Nick, Alan Johnson's first club. Aye, you know, what a manager. I mean, I mean, great. And I've watched them play. You know, they played, I've played a couple of times on television. I've seen them in their. Absolutely brilliant, and they'll. But again, I always think Gordon, when you've had your your first big club, uh, you, you always your. I think your second year at a club is always your next big test. I think first year you're kind of all guns blazing, and then you start be- becoming more experienced and uh, coaching and uh, you know formations and all that type of thing. And I think your second year will always be uh, harder than your first year. But great, uh, great double act, isn't it? 
young manager and the old uh, the old head on Sandy Clark there. Definitely, what a combination. Any chairman's watching. A lot of guys are doing that now, you know, bringing an old head in. Aye. And Sandy's, uh, he's been there, done it, wore the t-shirt, so, um, and they're ex-Hearts players as well, so it's good to have somebody there with experience to kind of guide you along. As you look at the season, Joe, games like the Falkirk-Hibs game, and games like... Queen of the South, or Queen of the South's just their, their approach to football and Sky Sports noticing they'd scored more goals than anybody in Europe at one point during last season. And yeah. our, our friend yeah. Luke Shanley goes down to uh, the Dunhamers to interview. I mean, it's brilliant for Scottish football. But anyway, the point being, uh, Nicky was at the sportsman's, the sports writer's dinner on Sunday night. Yeah. I'm sure you've uh -huh. maybe been to a few of those uh, boozy doos. Yes, I was uh, supposed to go, but I didn't have the chance to go this time. I was working early doors on the Monday, so I couldn't go. Oh, Joe. I, I, seemingly, Nick, Nick, Nicky was saying Lee Griffiths was excellent. He got up to take his award, and I don't think he's heard this one, but he did say uh, he, he's got to make his speech quick because he's been out tonight. This has cost him a, a fortune in babysitters, <laughs> which, which I thought was absolutely fantastic. You know... You know, Gordon, he's an absolute, I bet he's one of the guys, you know, reading some articles in the paper and that, the, the guys absolutely love him. He's one of the guys that keeps, you know, everybody uh, Hibs loves him to death, the way, okay, he does some daft things at times, like every other. Uh, he reminds me of Paul Gascoigne a little bit, one of the guys that just love to be around the club and he's Hibs mad, uh, he's just, everybody loves him and he's game for a laugh, but just sometimes he kind of, <laughs> he's doing a little bit, but I, I think he just stirs it up. I like your expression, you know, screwing the nut now. He's screwing the nut. I like that expression. I think I first would do a, a, a football magazine. I think I'd call it that. Screw the nut. <laughs> screw the nut. <laughs> Forget the kickabout. That's that's old news. I'm going to call it screwing the nuts. That's brilliant. <laughs> uh, Joe, very quickly, we want to keep this quick. Uh, this is from Talk Sport. Uh, the company that I used to work with, and if they want to sue me for doing it, I'm, I'm you know, please bring it on. But. <laughs> Uh, this is from their website. Um, this is going out free on iTunes. If you're listening to Sport, I'm doing you a favour. People will go there and, and watch this. But here's a 30-second clip, Joe, of the season so far. Brilliant. Season 2012-13. Have a listen. I'm proud to be here. And I'm looking forward to, uh, to achieve big things with my sister. Van Persie. Today is a rare and famous victory for the individual against the establishment. Terry has been found guilty and banned for four games. Then with the John Terry stuff in October. We can't have this again where, on the basis of the most flimsy evidence, uh, a referee's reputation is dragged through the mud. Clattenberg. <laughs> most important thing is that I am here because I want to be here. It's a massive club. And that was Rafa arriving. As Manchester United's Rio Ferdinand celebrated his team's late winning goal, he was struck by an object. Back with a through! Torres from Ireland! It's the post for this penalty! Chelsea player Eden Hazard has apologised for kicking a ball boy during his side's 2 0 One of the funniest incidents of the this year. This is what we all dreamed about as little boys and stuff, and uh, the dreams come true, you know, winning, winning the final at Wembley. And that's Swansea. Pictures of Gareth Bale, unbelievable season. I think it's the severity of the ban which is which is hurt most. Rooney. Suarez biting Joe. 
Van Persie's goal confirmed. of the season. David Moyes will leave Everton at the end of the season and become the new manager of Manchester United. Right, we'll stop it there. Of course, that's all the Man United stuff. Give me uh, your thoughts and what you've just heard from down south of the border. Mouth-watering, isn't it? Some of the stuff I've watched. Oh, definitely. This year, it's been absolutely fantastic. Um, I'll, I'll watch it every, as much as I can um, in my football room, and it's absolutely brilliant. It's good to see my United getting the, win the title back. It's good that, uh, sad that the Fergie's decided to call it quits, but I'm sure he won't be far away from the ins and outs of the, the training ground, and he'll be peeking his head out and in to see what's happening. Eh? But I think it'll be a big test for Davy Moyes, Gordon, that's for sure. But highlights of the season, Joe. For me, I think Eden ha- Eden Hazard kicking the ball boy was uh, probably <laughs> one of the best. Hey, didn't he <laughs> kick him up? Because <laughs> he was tweeting. He give was me tweet- my ball back, you give me my ball back. <laughs> it was absolutely brilliant. The wee boy was. T- uh, it was actually uh, tweeting, wasn't he? Just just that moment. Oh, oh, brilliant. That was the biggest setup ever, by the way. His wee smirky face, you know what I mean? And he's oh, was one of the wee spoilt brats. He's a game and hard done as he went past him. Great one of those, Joe. Fantastic, and uh, we've got the cup final there. In a word, Joe, we'll play this back to you next week. But what's your gut feeling as you, as you look four days before? Um, well, I think um, that the Hibs have started to get a couple of results together, Gordon, uh, the last couple of weeks, and so Celtic started banging the goal. So I think there's going to be close, um, which means we're probably about three or four goals in it, and um, I'm hopefully Hibs uh, just managed to do it. Right, okay, listen, Joe, that's brilliant. Thank you very much for a wee uh, cup final special seasons review as well. Anything else that caught your eye from the top of the top of the the country in Scotland? Probably the, the probably the, the 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 success of the teams in the Premier League, i.e. you know, without Celtic, you know, top of the Motherwell up north, Inverness and Ross County. What an unbelievable season in St Johnston even. Um, when you look at the, the, the top six compared to the bottom six, you're talking about Aberdeen, Hibson, Hearts, and the bottom one. You try to cut me off. Hello. What happened there? Sorry, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep that in. That was my YouTube video. It's sensational. Oh, that was as, that was as almost mucked up as my. Uh, I went to Stevie Hamill's testimonial dinner, which was uh, all right. Which was basically Stevie Hamill in a really good suit with all his family in really good suits, and we were all having to put money in envelopes to give to Stevie Hamill. So that was quite a. It was quite a good night. I'm sure it was minted. I ended up coming out of a casino at five in the morning in Glasgow, thinking, "How was it? How was it here, Stevie Hamill?" <laughs> Couldn't quite remember how I got. Uh, how I got to the Corinthian in Glasgow. <laughs> next minute, it's open at five. It's, it's, it's open right through till, till seven. Anyway, that was one of my oh highlights. My Hadn't a clue, Joe. That was just basically I got a bucket, a big sponge. I just washed the windies on the way home. Just couldn't. <laughs> Hadn't a clue. Hadn't a clue. I'll give that as well. That's it. That was Eden Hazard ball boy. I tell you. So listen, brilliant, brilliant to speak to you, Joe. And uh, we're going to catch up no in the problem. next uh, next few weeks uh, to put together. Uh, summer special we're going to start doing the live shows and all that but we'll chat uh, chat very soon but Joe Tortolano you're a celebrity get yourself out of here see you later right cheers Joe